Welcome to Snapshot Testimony. I'm your host, Ali Domersant. Today's topic is a sensitive one. We're talking infertility and pregnancy loss. My guest, Ashley, has lost four babies to miscarriage. You'll hear about the moment she decided to open up about what she was going through, how she handles things that trigger her, and how she processes her pain with the Lord. What a privilege to have Ashley Dubois. Did I get that correctly? You did. (laughs) From Libertyville, she has been married for three years. So I want to paint a picture. Ashley, you are a worship leader uh, at uh, Emmanuel Church in Gurney. You stand on the stage on Sunday mornings leading your congregation in worship, while at the same time, your heart is broken. Let's go back a little bit. Tell me a little bit about you and your husband. We'll start there. Yeah, so I met my husband in Texas. That's actually where I primarily grew up um, and lived. And then he happened to be down there for work. We met um, and his work brought us back here in 2018. Uh, We got married uh, on Cinco de Mayo 2018 and journeyed up here to Illinois. Um, We were able to dive into, um, you know, working with Emmanuel and getting to serve. I, I get to sing, which is such a privilege. And he's on the sound team which is a fun combo because he, he gets to threaten with like turning my mic off if I, if I embarrass him. So that's always fun. Um, oh, man. But yeah, so I mean, yeah, so we um, just were enjoying our marriage and, you know, always assumed one day we'll, you know, start a family right. um, and then got to that point where we decided, hey, let's, let's start trying this. Yeah. And how long ago was it that you decided, okay, it's time. Let's go ahead and start trying to have a family. Yeah, we decided, you know, right before 2020. So end of the year 2019, we decided, okay, this is our time. Let's, let's do it. We'd had 2018 was a busy year getting married, mm-hmm. moving all of that. So 2019, we declared would be our year of boring, which was great. No, <laughs> no major changes. So 2020, we were like, let's bring on the change. And who knew how crazy 2020 would be. Um, but that was kind of our perspective of, okay, we're ready. We're ready to, to mix things up a little bit. When did you get your first indication that your path was going to be um, not an easy one in this in this area of having a family? Yeah, we, you know, it didn't take too, too long to get pregnant, though I think for every, I think everyone assumes so much about starting a family and pregnancy. And, and so any length of time it takes is a struggle, but yep. we were lucky. I think, you know, five months or so, we got our first pregnancy test. It was such an, a beautiful moment. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, uh, you know, first appointment went in and it didn't go as planned. Yeah. Um, and we were kind of in limbo for about a week as they determined if, if we had lost the pregnancy or not. Um, and then it was confirmed at about eight weeks. So mm-hmm. we had our first miscarriage in the summer, I think July of 2020. Um, and that was obviously devastating. Yeah. But I think we approached it with, you know, if this does happen, sure. we've certainly heard of it. It's disappointing, but there's no reason why we can't go on and, and, and try again and have success. Mm-hmm. Now, you said your first miscarriage, meaning there, had, yeah. there were more. There were. Um, unfortunately, you know, we're at this point, we have lost four babies. That's been within three pregnancies. So our second pregnancy was a really fun surprise of twins just happened naturally. Um, wow. And the, 
then the our fourth pregnancy was a, a single um, baby. And so mm-hmm. it has been quite the journey. I think the second loss, of course, was even more shocking, probably even more devastating because, well, one, while awful, not to minimize anyone's losses, one, we could wrap our mind around you know, that it ha- at least it happened fairly early, not yeah. again, not to minimize any level of the mm-hmm. loss. But then two, it was just so shocking. And, and with the twins, we lost them separately. So we lost one, but then found out, hey, we heard a heartbeat for the first time of mm. the twin that had survived. And so we thought, hey, this is different. It's sad to have lost a twin, but we have a heartbeat. We are moving forward. This is great. And then went in for a follow-up the following week to having heard the heartbeat to, to be told it, it was no longer there. So it was mm-hmm. just, it's been a roller coaster every single time. So that was definitely um, devastating. So after that is when we were referred to a fertility specialist. So between losing the twins and losing our fourth child, we went through all sorts of fertility testing, mm-hmm. which is in itself its own journey. Grueling. Um Right. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of ups and downs, a lot of hope, um, almost wanting to find something that's wrong. That's an easy fix. Mm -hmm. If we're being if I'm being honest, like, can you find a really easy fix? And nothing was wrong. Couldn't find a single Mm. thing. I mean, every test you can imagine um, and nothing's wrong. So basically, we were given the clearance to try again because, hey, even though losing two pregnancies is awful. It's still relatively common. Go ahead, try again. So we tried again and and did get pregnant and then lost that one as well. Wow. Now you're a woman of faith, you and your husband, you're serving in the church. How do you process this kind of, um, you know, disappointment isn't even, doesn't even feel like a strong enough word. How do you even begin to process that with the Lord? It's so challenging. And I mean, in a way, I'm so, so, so grateful that God helped my faith grow to where it was at the start of this journey so that I knew I had to cling to him for this. Mm. Like it's too big. It's too big for me to just handle. So I was grateful that my faith had matured to a place where I did that. And it's like, you, you have to handle this because this is too big for a person to process. Yeah. Um. So that's good. And then certainly I think it is just, <laughs> it is, it's so many feelings at one time. And I think that's allowed, you know, allowing myself to know that God is still good. And he is the only reason he is my purpose. He is what gets me through everything while also grieving and being like, what your plan really stinks, God. Like (laughs) you, I do not approve of this path. I, um, you know, like if you're trying to test me, I, hands in the air, like you got it. I'm all in like, no need to challenge me anymore. No need mm-hmm. to refine me further. I love you. I follow you. Yeah. <laughs> let's, just, let's just move this process along now, oh, family. Man. So it's, it's feeling, I think it's allowing myself to feel all the feelings, um, at the simultaneously and not having to limit my faith, but also not having to pretend I don't feel awful and don't question why he he's choosing this path for us. Mm. What do you do with the sting of seeing the pregnancy announcements, seeing the people around you, um, you know, celebrate the baby shower invitations, the social media stuff? What do you, how do you deal with the sting of that 
wanting to be happy for other people, but knowing in your heart of hearts that little, uh, that sting of uh, jealousy, of anger, of why not me? Yeah, it is so hard. I think, and I, it's a delicate balance because every single family, whether they struggled to get pregnant or have, are, you know, blissfully ignorant about how lucky they are that they just got pregnant and had a normal pregnancy and maybe even multiple um, subsequent normal pregnancies, they all deserve their joy. And so I think having, um, you know, my husband, of course, and being able to be really honest with him, Mm -hmm. like showing him, you know, if I'm flipping through social media casually and just able to turn the phone around and show him the picture and I know he gets it, that helps, you know, you need people who understand because I am so far from alone in this process, whether it's challenges in getting pregnant period Mm -hmm. or struggling with recurrent pregnancy loss, or you had your first child without a problem and now you're struggling and you're getting the question, well, when are you going to give them a little brother, a little sister, you know? So there's so many people living with this struggle and it's, it's been amazing to see that come out of the woodwork, the support. So, you know, at first we didn't tell a lot of people, but the people we had resources for us who started reaching out and saying, I'm here to listen. I'm here for you. I understand your pain. You can text me anytime. That kind of support is paramount. Mm. I don't know how we can get through wanting to still love and be happy for others without having a safe space to say, this is, this just happened. Even if it's something as simple as seeing a pregnant woman or going to a baby shower, prepping to go to a baby shower, talking to those friends and saying, this, I, I hear you. I know. I see you. You've got this. I'm here for you. Mm. That's. I think that's the only way we have to support each other. Now let's go back to these Sunday mornings. You are a worship <laughs> leader. You stand there and you sing songs declaring God's goodness, God's faithfulness. Um, how do you do that? How do you do that? And what <laughs> does it do to your own heart and to your faith when you de- not just declare it for yourself, but lead a congregation of people to really believe that the God, that this is true about the God we serve. I think that has been such a blessing and almost its own form of therapy for me because I might have, and I feel like it's almost always on like a Saturday night going into Sunday morning, which I don't think is coincidental, but I might have a really hard Saturday night emotionally. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I go into Sunday morning I can't stand up there and fake it. I don't, I don't, that's not me. Um, and it's also not fair to the congregation. And as we rehearse and I'm, I'm singing those words, the truth of the words overwhelm me, mm. you know, that God's timing is perfect, that God has never let me down before, that he has, he walks before me and beside me, that he's in the fire with me. Those words are just so true and they are overwhelming. And I've gotten to a point where I don't like to cry in front of other people. And I've just started to accept that the tears just come. It's going to happen. <laughs> I'm like, all right, crying again. Here we go. But, um, you know, the first time I let the tears fall, the response was amazing. Um, not that that's why you do it, but, um, the private messages I got from people thanking me who knew my story. Yep thanking me for my vulnerability uh, and, and bravery to still lead, but to also show the pain while singing 
the truth. Mm. And so that has empowered me to not be embarrassed by the tears. If they come, they come. I am sad, but God is still good. The words are still so true. I've seen it in my life in prior challenges. I know he's walking us through this one too. So that's kind of how that works. Mm. Ashley, I, you know, your story is so important and there's so many women who feel isolated, who feel um, like they kind of have to have these struggles in, in quiet, like there's not a lot of space for that. So thank you for your vulnerability and for your honesty. What would you say to a woman who's listening in? The tears are flowing because this is this is her story or some element of his, right. is her story. Uh, what would you say right. to somebody who's just flat out discouraged today uh, in their um, difficulty or struggles to build the family that they had in mind? You are not alone. And what you have been through matters. And <laughs> um, your story is so important. And if you want to keep it private, that is your business. Mm-hmm. But don't feel like you have to. Because there is a community of people who want to love and support you. And I very recently shared my story on social media. I felt compelled. And I was afraid that people, I don't know that I felt they'd be judgmental. But maybe it would just be a lot of cliche God's got this. You'll be fine. Just keep trying. And it wasn't. It was the most amazing, beautiful outpouring of support. And I am so grateful. So if you want to, please share your story in whatever way feels right to you. If it's to a friend or to a church or on social media or just to your to whoever. But know that you deserve that support. God is still writing your story. He knows how it's going to end. And he knows how he intends for you to have a family. And to use that love he has given you in your heart. Um, I pray you can be open-minded about how he's going to use that. And I, I just, I'm sorry for your struggle, but mm-hmm. keep, keep going. Ashley, thank you. It's been a joy to have this time with you. I know that your story is going to encourage many, many people. Thank you so much. It's a privilege. I appreciate it.